today on the Bourbon Bites Podcast. I'm reviewing Barrel Bourbon Batch 32 and recapping the state of play of the new Hogwarts Legacy game. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bourbon Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton, and this is Whiskey Reviews with a Gaming Twist. Hopefully, you are having a great week so far. This episode is probably coming out a little bit later than usual. I actually was holding off until today, which is Thursday that I'm recording this, to watch PlayStation's state of play of the brand new Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy game. So this is a game that's been widely anticipated by Potterheads all over the world. It is the open world Harry Potter game that we've always dreamed of. So I was so excited all day waiting for the stream and then actually watching it and then reading all the Reddit threads. Um, So I want to let you guys know how that was, um, my initial thoughts. But first, I got to get something in my glass because this is a whiskey podcast after all. So I'm actually drinking the brand new batch of Barrel Bourbon. So this is batch 32. It is a cask strength blend of straight bourbon whiskeys. Um, It has a five-year age statement, but we know that Barrel likes to put in some older whiskey as well. Um, But the youngest whiskey in this bottle is five years old, and it comes in at 57.67% ABV, so 115.34 proof. Big shout out to my friends over at Barrel who sent this bottle for review. Um, It's been a minute since I've had a new batch of Barrel. I think the last one I had was like 25 and 26. They sent two at a time last time. So I'm so excited to try batch 32. Uh, We do know that this is distilled in Tennessee, Kentucky, and Indiana. So the info we have on this is that a selection of five and six year old barrels with a creamy and tropical flavor profile were first chosen and then were blended with a selection of six, seven, and 10 year old barrels um, that highlighted a oaky woody character so I'm really looking forward to seeing how that expresses itself it's always nice when older whiskey is blended into the bunch um, especially at a $90 MSRP they then added a small batch of spice driven seven-year-old barrels into the batch to give it a bit of a cinnamon toast coffee bean kind of note so I'm really excited that's their that's their info here on the website I'm really excited to get this in the glass and see how it is I will say I have already been into this bottle a little bit. Um, I was enjoying it a few nights ago, um, and I was getting a really distinct note on it that I'm really curious to see if I'll find again today when I'm giving an actual review. But let's go and give this a nose. Uh, lucky for me, the first thing I get on the nose is that oakiness. I love that they added whiskeys so they felt really honed in on that oaky, woody note. Um, and that's the first thing I get on the nose of this whiskey. Not too far off from what I would get on maybe like a Knob Creek. Not quite as, you know, old and oaky as like a Booker's. Um, but there is some of that like rich, dark oak that I love um, on a good bourbon on here. Behind that on the nose, there is a bit of like a um, toffee nut or kind of like a nutty, um, like I guess praline is what I go to um, just based on my experience with candy. It has a bit of a dark, rich toffee note on the nose. So I'm really excited to see how that expresses itself on the palate. So let's go ahead and try it. Cheers. Oh yeah. I still get the distinctive note that I got on it when I tried it a couple days ago. This is peanut butter in a glass. Not necessarily nutty in like a, you know, a salted roasted peanut kind of way like I was saying with like a a Knob Creek or something like that. This one is sweet. It is um, dense. It is like a condensed, sweet, chunky peanut butter. (laughs) But it's not chunky texture because that would be really weird. But it, it kind of reminds me of that really rich, bold peanut butter. I will say it's got a really nice thick mouthfeel too. Not quite as thick as peanut butter, but it kind of really does remind me of taking a really decadent bite of something that has, you know, peanut butter in it. 
And as far as picking out like the difference between the Tennessee whiskey or the Kentucky or Indiana whiskey, it's really so well blended that I don't pick up any notes that distinguish this as a particular, you know, type of whiskey, which is great because, you know, a lot of um, blends that use Tennessee whiskey, I'm not in love with because you can really taste the Tennessee whiskey. This one, however, is just a really solid whiskey and it, it doesn't stand out as from a particular place, but it stands out as a delicious pour. <laughs> The oak is kind of interesting. So on the palate, it doesn't read as rich and old as it smelled. To me, it's almost reminding me of like some different types of wood I've had, whether it's like a French oak or maybe even like an apple wood. There's something unique about the wood that the way it presents itself here um, that kind of gives it a unique characteristic that's not just the typical young like wood <laughs> wood shavings or dark and rich wood like um, like a Knob Creek. So this one's kind of somewhere in the middle of those two, but it has a really interesting characteristic. It kind of gives it a little bit of like a... Um, I want to say almost like a toasted kind of like orange peel kind of note um, that kind of feels meshed with the wood. Maybe maybe that's just how I'm interpreting it, but it's it's kind of interesting. I'll also say this doesn't drink as high of proof as it is. It's really easy to drink. It doesn't get spiky in any direction. It doesn't like hit you up front with the harsh um, alcohol burn or anything like that. Um, Finish-wise, it's about a medium finish. It's not quite as long as I expected um, based on other releases from Barrel, but overall... This is a really solid blend, so definitely check out Batch 32 if you are a fan of barrel bourbon. Uh, this one definitely won't disappoint. Alright, so y'all ready to talk some Harry Potter? I know I am. Like I said, I was so excited about today's uh, state of play from PlayStation. Uh, we heard about this game last year, um, was when it was first announced. Um, it actually leaked a little bit before that too. Um, but this is the first time we're getting a really in-depth look at the Wizarding World um, in the Hogwarts Legacy game. So if you didn't know, this is a game by Warner Bros. Games and Avalanche. Um, it is an open world adventure game akin to games like, you know, Assassin's Creed, Dark Souls, things like that. It looks very, very familiar, but it's entirely set in the world of Harry Potter. So in this game, you are a new student. However, you are not starting as, you know, an 11 year old like in the movies. You're actually joining as a fifth year student, but you have some sort of mystical powers and that the wizarding world is not familiar with. It's kind of like a dark ancient magic. And throughout this game, you're going to learn to hone those skills in addition to learning, you know, everything you see in Harry Potter. So you get to go to class like charms class or defense against dark arts. Um, there's a really nice focus on the learning aspect that I love in games, especially um, this reminds me a lot of Bully. Um, which was a game by Rockstar Games, one of my favorite game developers ever. Um, but that came out on PS2, and it's like you would go to class and you would like learn these skills or whatever, and you can form relationships with your classmates. Well, this people have been asking for a bully 2.0. Well, this is probably the best we're going to get because this is such an interesting look at student life that I don't think we've seen in a video game since Bully. So that's part of the reason I'm so excited about this one. So in addition to going to your classes, there's also a lot of focus on combat. So it seems like dueling is something that's going to be very common in this game, whether you're challenging another student, you're challenging a um, evil wizard, or you're challenging some uh, mystical creatures that live in the world. Speaking of world, let's, let's talk about that. This isn't just set at Hogwarts. No, you get to explore all of the surrounding, um, both familiar and unfamiliar lands in Harry Potter. So you get to go to Hogsmeade, you get to go shopping for your wands, for your clothing, and all that neat stuff. They showed it off a bit in the state of play. You also get to explore a ton of new areas and both familiar areas. If you're a Harry Potter fan by any means, you have to check out this state of play and definitely the game once it comes out. I should mention that this is set in the 1800s, so you won't see your familiar professors or students. Uh, you won't see, you won't run across Hermione Granger anywhere, um, but you will see some familiar um, spirits. Like there's a lot of ghosts 
in the in the world of Harry Potter. You'll see some there, hopefully for some moaning Myrtle. I don't know when she when she's when she's spaced in. I know she has a spirit, but I don't know if she's like old enough to be in this game. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but man, this is just such an epic open world. Um, and open world games are my jam, but when it's a world like Harry Potter, something that I grew up watching and just hearing about, I just am so excited for this game. So in addition to dueling, you also get to do battles against all types of creatures. Um, you can use your spells, you can use weapons. Um, they kind of just teased a little bit of what you can do, but they really focused on combos of spells. So you can like combine different spells, you can like light people on fire, you can throw them across the room, and you can do some really awesome finishing moves that they highlighted a bit in this. I think that's so fun. It's going to be so much fun to just play around and you know, make people <laughs> float around and you know throw them into the distance. It just looks so, so fun. And it's also interesting because you can base your combat on your preferred playstyle, um, so they showed off a little bit of like a stealth mode where you can, you know, use your cloak of invisibility, where no one can see you, and you can sneak up on people, and you can take them down that way. Um, but you can also go, you know, <laughs> wands blazing into battle. And what's interesting is a lot of the skills that you learn in your classes, you'll be able to use in battle. So let's say you learn a new spell um, in Defense Against the Dark Arts, you get to actually use that in battle after you've learned it. There's like a whole skill tree of different upgrades and abilities to your spells, to your potions, um, and also the, the plants that you grow and the creatures that you raise. So it seems like a really involved game. I hope they're not trying to put too much into it. That's my only fear, because this looks so amazing. I'm a bit worried that it's going to be kind of like, yeah, there's all these features and all these modes, but uh, you know they're not fully developed. So we'll see, um, but it, it's, it's stacking up to be game of the year material. Speaking of which, release date is announced to be holiday 2022. Personally, I think that might get pushed back a little bit. This game looks, it looks great already, um, but just knowing, you know, with a game this epic and big, I would understand if they would need more time. I really want it to be great when it comes out. We don't want a repeat of like Cyberpunk where they feel like they released it too early, even though that one was delayed quite a bit as well. So I haven't been this excited for a video game since, honestly, since probably Red Dead Redemption 2. It's just so beautiful and so nostalgic for me growing up with the Harry Potter movies. Not only are there, you know, the, the trees of like the different skills and things like that, but you can actually meet other companions along the way. So there's other students at the school that you can become buddies with. Um, they didn't confirm if you can like actually date them. That would be really cool if they had like the relationship side of things. Um, they did say you can become friends with them. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, fingers crossed you can um, find you a Slytherin, a uh, sexy Slytherin boy to, to, to hook up with. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like hook up, like date, not like, you know, like it, it's, a, it's a, they're 15, y'all. Calm down. <laughs> But like I said, the story is based around this ancient power that you get to harness as your character. Um, but there's also evil um, witches and warlocks that want to take that power away from you. There's also rumors of a goblin rebellion that takes place somewhere in the game. There's a lot going on. It's a very branching story. There's a bunch of side quests and missions. Um, and as you get to know your friend, you actually get to learn a bit of their backstory and go on missions related to that. They have all the traditional things like looting, crafting, um, you can create new custom outfits and weapons and customize how your spells and plants um, work in battle. Also, what's exciting about this game is you can do free flying on your broomstick. You can also fly some animals like hippogriffs and things like that, uh, but you can explore the world on broomstick. That kind of reminds me of some of the old uh, Spider-Man games. I mean, even the new Spider-Man games. I love just swinging around on my web and just exploring the world. Well, you can do it on a broomstick in this game. They did show a quick clip that looks like you can also play Quidditch as well, uh, which is pretty cool. And while you're exploring, the world's actually going to change around you. So they're going to have dynamic lighting and different seasons, depending on the school year um, that you're playing at. So this world is constantly evolving um, and it's very alive. At least that's how it appears in the trailer. 
one important element of this game that I actually didn't <laughs> mention is you can make your own character. So I said when I said, you know, you're a student, you're starting as a fifth year student, you can be a boy, you can be a girl, and you can customize your character's look. I also noticed that the character does speak, so maybe you can change um, their voice as well. I don't know for sure, um, but it looks like a really interesting character designer. I'm so excited to make my uh, myself in Hogwarts uh, version. Your character will get sorted into the house of choice, um, whether it's a Gryffindor or a Slytherin, Hufflepuff, or Ravenclaw. You get to go to their common room and, you know, compete for your actual house. So this seems to be the best Harry Potter game I've ever seen. I was a huge fan of Chamber of Secrets. I think it was on originally on PlayStation 1. It was also on PS2. Um, but this is, this is next level. If you are a Potterhead at any capacity, you got to check out this state of play. Even if you're not even a gamer, I can see people that aren't gamers getting into this because it's just such a fun way to live in this world as a custom character, as yourself. So go check out that state of play. It's over on PlayStation's YouTube channel. Come back onto our Discord. Let me know what you think because I hope you guys are as, see what I'm so excited about this. But with that, that does it for this week's episode. I do have some whiskey and gaming news, but I'm going to save that for next episode because this was already kind of a lot. <laughs> so thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you missed my live stream this week, I did a bunch of Irish whiskey with a twist. Um, so we did Jameson Orange. We did Redbreast PX Cask. Um, lots of really fun ones. So check that out. YouTube.com slash Bourbon Bites. And if you want to support the show, you can go to Patreon.com slash Bourbon Bites. We just had a patron upgrade his tier to the $10 level. Shout out to Nick the Greek. Thank you so much for committing at that higher level. Nick is now going to get access to things like our after party hangouts after every Thursday night live stream and more fun things um, at that level. So you can support the show for as little as $2 a month on Patreon. Um, the higher tiers do get you access to private hangouts and some merch and challenge coins and things like that. So check it out if you're interested in supporting the show. But most of all, thank you for listening. This has been Bourbon Bites Whiskey Reviews with a gaming twist. Cheers, and I'll talk to you next episode.